Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P, Joe P. Zapia, and today we got a little microcast for you. Everybody's talking about all the rookies because the shiny new toys are going to make huge impact in the NFL, but not every new toy is going to work. Sometimes you got to return them back to the store. Sometimes there's a piece missing and you get frustrated. Sometimes it just takes a little bit longer for some of the youth of the NFL to find their way. So today, my good pal Andrew Erickson and I are going to talk about some of these rookies that might actually potentially be holding you back in redraft leagues in 2023 and might not be the best potential investment. So these are five rookies that Andrew wants to avoid. And Andrew, we're going to start with a guy that Debro, our colleague, loves. It's Tank Bigsby of the Jaguars because you have some misgivings potentially about whether or not he truly is worth a fantasy investment in 2023. So let's talk about it. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not so convinced that he's the clear-cut number two running back behind Travis Etienne. Now, they still have Jamichael mm. Hasty, who they extended this offseason. They brought in Dearness Johnson, who we've seen flash at the NFL level, and they also drafted Snoop Connor last year. So he still has to earn that number two job, but he's being drafted like, oh, he already has it. And when you look at third round draft capital, that doesn't guarantee guarantee him anything. Since 2013, on average, third round rookies have averaged the RB58 finish. Of 30 running backs who've been drafted in the third round over the last 10 years, five of them have been top 24 running backs. 21 of them finished outside the top 36. He's a guy that you have to draft inside the top 50 running backs, inside the top 150 overall players. So from a third round perspective, he's not really hitting the marks I'm looking for. And when I look at him as an individual player, he graded poorly in yards per play from my research, which is a good predictor of success for rookie running backs. was fifth worst among the top 22 rookie running backs in the class. He was a meh tester at the NFL Combine. His dominator Mm -hmm. rating, 60th percentile, not great. And he had the worst bust run rate at 10% per sports info solution. So basically, you're looking at plays that resulted in negative EPA. So basically, a bad play for the offense. He had the lowest, worst bust rate in the class. So I'm looking at a player that, okay, we're kind of worried about this Jaguars offensive line a little bit. Like how much is Tank Bigsby actually going to be able to create on his own? For me, he's looking more like Isaiah Spiller or Tyrion Davis-Price from last year. Eesh. Not guys that we, we were hopeful for. We drafted them. It's like, and then they did nothing. So that, those are my concerns with Tank, Tank Bigsby. Yeah, the Tyrion Davis price analogy uh, just sent shivers up my spine because I feel like last summer we were talking about him uh, maybe too much. And I was of the mind to avoid him. And if you did, you probably did okay. Uh, One guy, too, you know, you're probably going to avoid in most single quarterback leagues, obviously. Uh, But he's a very hot dynasty topic for good reason because he's got a lot of talent. And in super flex leagues this year, people are looking for some late quarterback help. But you have some misgivings about C.J. Stroud potentially in year one. So I want to hear from you why the 26 quarterback going off the board this year might not quite be ready for prime time. Well, when you look at it from a redraft perspective, when I'm looking at late round quarterbacks, I want to be confident that I can start them in week one. C.J. Stroud plays at the Baltimore Ravens in week one. The biggest point spread in week one. Ryan Wormley is firmly on the Ravens covering the minus nine. And I'm with him. Like, you do not want to have a rookie quarterback making his first start against the Baltimore Ravens on the road. So I don't feel confident being able to start him in week one. And we look at the weapons in Houston. Dalton Schultz and Nico Collins are projected to be his top two pass catchers. Stroud is going to go through some growing pains when he's not throwing to guys named Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, and Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, he played with better wide receivers the past two years at Ohio State than he's playing with in his first NFL season. 
Like that is true. So I think we're going to see some growing pains with him early on. Maybe he's a guy you want to buy low on, but I'm not expecting a lot out of the gates from CJ Stroud. You know, Andrew, this time of year, you know, investing in a rookie that can break you could really suck. You know what else sucks too? Hidden fees. I hate that. I can't stand when you get all these fees for buying tickets. And you know me, I go to wrestling events, I go to concerts, I take my kids everywhere to these events, but you end up paying a whole separate ticket, basically, just in order for you to go. So I hate all the fees and Fanimal, they know what they're doing over there. Once I discovered them, it was no going back. You get all the tickets for the concerts, for festivals, for sporting events, everything. And there's no fees. The price you see is the price you pay. What a nice change of pace. Fanimal understands that. They also understand that sometimes, you know, you want to go out with all your friends together and you basically are the one that outlays all the money. Then I got to chase everybody down to get that money back. No, no, no. What they do is this amazing thing where basically it's a whole system where everybody basically can split the payment between them. So not one person's left holding the bag and you don't commit until all your friends do. So you can pick the seats for however many shows you want to go to. And it is a perfect way to do it. That way, everyone's happy and everyone's going to the event. And I'm telling you right now, if you haven't used it, go right now, download the app, go to Fanimal.com and use that promo code FanimalPros and you get $20 off your first purchase. So not only do you avoid all the fees, but you also get $20 off your first purchase. Check them out right now. Again, experience more with Fanimal. Go to Fanimal.com, download the app, use that promo code FanimalPros for $20 off your first purchase. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Erickson, tell me about another rookie that you are not purchasing in 2023. Looking at another wide receiver here, Josh Downs for the Indianapolis Colts. So for Downs, his best case scenario is he's the number three receiver, starting slot option on offense that projects to be super run heavy, led by a rookie quarterback. Just not a recipe for success. He still has to beat out veteran Isaiah McKenzie, who the Colts added this offseason. Targets are going to be tough to come by with Michael Pittman Jr. entrenched as the alpha. We're just looking at third round wide receivers and their hit rates. Three of 39, 8% have finished as top 36 options since 2013, including zero hits over the past two seasons. Remember we were drafting Jalen Tolbert last year? Yeah, I got some concerns about some of these third round wide receivers like Josh Downs having a Jalen Tolbert-esque rookie year. All right. So another one, too, that we're concerned with. So we've already listed a few of these guys. Give me another name potentially as a rookie that might not be the best investment. Doesn't matter if it's a deeper rookie or not. Everyone's always trying to reinvent the wheel. And sometimes people look too deep trying to make these rookies happen. Who's another one that you think is worth avoiding? Yeah, I think in terms of making rookies happen, I think Chase Brown really falls into that category. So he was a fifth round pick rookie running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. And his college profile was very volume dependent. You know, his efficiency left a lot to be desired. He had one of the worst yards per play that I sampled from this year's class. And basically he can take on volume, like he has the size to be a volume back, but it's really empty volume. It's a lot like what we saw from Joe Mixon last year, Mm -hmm. where he's getting a bunch of touches and he's not doing anything with it. So for me, he doesn't really profile as he's going to really earn his way up the Bengals depth chart. You know, since 2013, on average, fifth-round rookie running backs have finished as the RB81. 16% have been top 50 running backs. So, to me, there's no clear indication that Brown is above guys like Travion Williams or Chris Evans, 
who have been on the Bengals roster for multiple years. We saw Samaj P. Ryan hang around the roster for a couple of years and then finally get his chance. I think it's more likely we see Travion Williams or Chris Evans really get a step up here if something happens to Joe Mixon or the Bengals just as a Super Bowl winning team. They just go sign a free agent. Like this team shouldn't be messing around with fifth round rookie running backs when they're trying to win it all. I, I think it's a better chance they sign Ezekiel Elliott than they would to turn the backfield over to Chase Brown. I think it's interesting because I hear a lot of chatter about Chase Brown because people look at depth charts and say, okay, this is the new guy. So maybe if Mixon isn't great or there's an injury, he's the next man up. He's starting to get a little bit of helium. He's RB62, as you mentioned before, but I'm hearing a lot more chatter about him. I think it's good that you're sort of throwing some cold water on that. So we talked about Tank Bigsby, talked about CJ Stroud, Josh Downs, Chase Brown. Is there a tight end in this class too? Because there's a lot of rookie tight ends coming into the league that people have expectations for. Is there one that they should lower those expectations about? Yeah, I'm looking at Michael Mayer for the Las Vegas Raiders. So he's tight end 25. So he's not really free. He's still in that late round tight end territory, but I just don't really like his odds of hitting in year one since 2013. Just 30% around two tight ends have finished as top 24 options. So really it's him versus a guy like Sam Laporta, you know, looking at, okay, of these round two tight end of this crop, like who could hit? I mean, Sam Laporte is in just a much better situation with the Detroit Lions where he doesn't really have a lot to face for targets, whereas Michael Mayer is facing Devontae Adams. They brought in Jacoby Myers, and they still have Hunter Renfro on the team. So until they decide to end up cutting or trading Hunter Renfro in some capacity, which they have not been able to do, I mean, Michael Mayer is potentially the tight end or the target for on this team, and he still has to earn the snaps over veterans like Austin Hooper, like OJ Howard. So for me, staying away from Raiders rookies, the Raiders right now are just not getting good vibes from them overall. So I think it's safe to stay away. I think that's good advice. And look, there's a lot of rookies that are going to make some big impacts and be league winners. And then there's some other ones that might be traps. And these are some of the names that Andrew talked about that very well might be. If you want more coverage from Andrew or more insight, you can always join our Discord, fantasypros.com slash chat. Again, free to join. Andrew can always take your question there about maybe some deeper dives about some of these players. Maybe if you like them in Dynasty, Andrew could tell you better off there than in your redraft leagues. Don't forget also uh, to make sure you check out all of his work at fantasypros.com and all of his writing. And also check out Fanimal because I know everybody's like me. It's summertime. You want to go out, have some fun, do some things. But the ticket prices along with the fees are not. Fanimal takes care of all of that. And use that promo code FANIMALPROS to get $20 off your first purchase at fanimal.com or just download the Fanimal app. I'm a fan. You're a fan. I'm a fan of you, Andrew Erickson. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Erickson, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. 